everyone, Nick here. Bud is off this week, so I'm going to be hosting today's episode. Those of you who know me know that I'm passionate about helping Christians become better leaders. And the primary way that I do that is through my writing. So I recently wrote a book called A Leader Worth Imitating. In this book, I talk about 33 leadership principles from the life of Jesus. 1 Peter 2.22 tells us that Jesus was perfect. So therefore, we can conclude that his leadership was also perfect. And by looking at the 33 years of his life, we can see what it truly means to be a leader. And I believe that as you learn how to imitate the leadership of Jesus, you will find yourself becoming a better leader for yourself, your family, your community, your workplace, and your church. So in this book, I talk about 33 different leadership principles from the life of Jesus. These are essentially just 33 different ways that he led. And one of the principles that I talk about is empathy. So for today's episode, I want to read you that section. And if you like what you hear, you can check out the book at aleaderworthimitating.com. I'll also include a link to that in the episode description. Principle number 26, empathy. As a leader, you will inevitably be present with people during times of loss. It could be losing a job, losing a dream, or losing a friend or family member. This is why empathy is so important. Brene Brown has written extensively about empathy. In her book, Daring Greatly, she writes this. Empathy is simply listening, holding space, withholding judgment, emotionally connecting, and communicating that incredible healing message of you're not alone. Essentially, being empathetic is about being present with people during times of loss. This can be physical presence and emotional presence. A leader worth imitating has empathy. And when we look at the leadership of Jesus, we see that he was present with people during times of loss. An example of this is when Lazarus died in John 11 verses 1 through 44. In the beginning of this story, Jesus and his disciples received news that Lazarus was sick. If you're familiar with this story, then you know that Lazarus had two sisters named Mary and Martha. So Jesus and his disciples don't leave right away after hearing this news. Instead, they decide to wait two days. And while this passage doesn't give us any details about their trip, it likely would have taken them several days to get there. So when they finally do decide to leave and they're traveling to see them, Jesus gives his disciples a little bit of a heads up about what they're going to see when they get there. Jesus tells them two things. He tells them, one, that he knows that Lazarus has already died, and two, that Lazarus will rise again. When they finally arrive, the news is confirmed to them. Lazarus has died, and he's actually been buried in the tomb for four days. 
His sisters, Mary and Martha, are obviously very upset, and they even tell Jesus that if he had only gotten there a little bit sooner, that he could have healed him before he had died. So Jesus sees these people weeping for Lazarus, and he asks to be taken to the tomb where he was buried. And when Jesus arrived at the tomb, we see him respond with empathy. Verse 35 is the shortest verse in the whole Bible. It simply reads, Jesus wept. Now, it is important to note that Jesus already told people that Lazarus would be raised from the dead. Because of this, Jesus didn't really need to weep. Instead, he could have simply told them to stop mourning and stop crying because Lazarus wasn't going to be dead much longer. While that would have been true, it wouldn't have been empathetic. Jesus wept with those who wept. Jesus had empathy. While Jesus shared the hope of Lazarus's resurrection, he also shared in the loss of Lazarus's death. As Christians, we can have hope for eternal life and simultaneously grieve the loss of earthly life. When you hear about someone losing a friend or a family member, you could focus on how you will see them again in heaven. This is essentially what Martha tells Jesus in verse 24. It reads, I know that Lazarus will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Martha's response there is true. However, it is not empathetic. Now, if you don't know how to respond to someone who has experienced loss, try putting yourself in their shoes. Ask yourself, how would you respond if you were in her situation? Ask yourself, what would you want to hear? And especially, what wouldn't you want to hear? It's very possible that you wouldn't want to hear anything. You might just want someone to sit and grieve with you. Romans 12.15 reads, Rejoice with those who rejoice, and mourn with those who mourn. I think that sometimes empathy is as simple as that. A leader worth imitating has empathy. Through the story of Lazarus' death, we see that he was physically and emotionally present with Mary and Martha. Now, it can be challenging to just sit and grieve with someone. As Christians, we want to inspire others. I get that. And we rarely associate grief with inspiration. Throughout scripture, we see Jesus inspiring people. And I talk about that in other principles. One of the points that I made was that people can follow you out of obligation or inspiration. Obligation is when they have to follow you. Inspiration is when they want to. So I'm going to leave you with this. Who wouldn't want to follow a leader who is physically and emotionally present with them during times of loss? Music